Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Jeremiah chapter 14, verses 11 through 16. These next couple devotions from Jeremiah 14 and 15, at least those ones, are going to be harsh, to say the least. And it's important for us to maybe repeat things that have been said on the Daily Dose so that we don't lose sight of the character of God as it is revealed in Scripture versus the character of God as it is promoted in popular culture today, even, sadly, in Christian culture. In many places, we are not being told or taught an accurate view of who God is. And so these next couple devotions, we're going to drill down into that again, as we have in the past. And it's not going to be pretty on the surface, but it sets a situation up so that it's amazing, amazing, amazing stuff that the God who has these character traits would be driven by compassion and mercy and love and grace to the degree where he would reach out to us through his son Jesus so that we could be saved from his wrath and punishment from sin that we deserve and that he should justly pour out. So here we are in Jeremiah 14, verses 11 through 16, and the people of Judah are being warned that judgment is coming, and here it comes. Verse 11, the Lord said to me, do not pray for the welfare of this people. Though they fast, I will not hear their cry. And though they offer burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. But I will consume them by the sword, by famine, and by pestilence. Then there's this conversation between Jeremiah and the Lord. Then I said, ah, Lord God, behold, the prophets say to them, you shall not see the sword, nor shall you have famine, but I will give you assured peace in this place. The Lord said to me, the prophets are prophesying lies in my name. I did not send them, nor did I command them or speak to them. They are prophesying to you a lying vision, worthless divination, and deceit of their own minds. Therefore, thus says the Lord concerning the prophets who prophesy in my name, although I did not send them, and who say, sword and famine shall not come upon this land, by sword and famine those prophets shall be consumed. And the people to whom they prophesy shall be cast out in the streets of Jerusalem, victims of famine and sword, with none to bury them, them, their wives, their sons, and their daughters, for I will pour out their evil upon them couple things we need to deal with here so we don't get a wrong view of what's being said here. First of all, there are prophets like Jeremiah and Isaiah who have been sent by God, who have been commissioned by him, and who are his spokespeople. But there are also prophets in this day and time who are prophesying falsely. They're telling lies to the people of Judah, the people of Israel. And they're telling the people, there's not going to be sword. There's not going to be famine. You're going to have peace in this place. And that's just not what the Lord is saying. We've covered this over and over. The Lord is saying, no, there is going to be punishment because sin deserves punishment. Sin is abhorrent to God. Sin is the antithesis of the character of God. God is holy and just and righteous and blameless and pure. And he has no option lest he 
compromise his own character, his own justice. He has no option except to pour out his wrath on sin. That's just the way it is. That's who God is. And that's how different sin is than from from how God is in his very character. So he is, Jeremiah is kind of trying to defend these people, maybe it sounds like, but God says, no, 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 these false prophets are going to feel the wrath. The second thing we need to deal with here, and we've talked about this before in the Old Testament, it says in several places, and then at the end of verse 16, for I will pour out their evil upon them. We need to be real clear about this. God does not sin. God does not do evil. God does allow evil things to happen to people. And I think that the instigator of that evil is Satan. So God is able to withdraw his grace, to withdraw his hand of protection from these people. And the vacuum that is left behind by his withdrawal is immediately filled with forces of darkness and evil. And that is not to say that God is committing evil. We could never accuse God of sinning or doing evil things, but God is sovereign. He is in control of everything, including control over Satan and control over sin, so that if he withdraws his hand and that vacuum is filled with sin and destruction, then that's exactly what's going to happen. So here we have a God who in 21st century Western evangelicalism is largely portrayed in media, on TV, sadly in churches, by preachers, by ministries, not all of them, but but many of them. He's portrayed as this kind of warm and fuzzy God. It's kind of like a genie in a bottle, and we pull him out and we make whatever requests we want, and then it's incumbent on him to give us the result that makes us feel good and you know builds our self-esteem and makes our life go easier. And that is just, friends, that's just not the God of the Bible. And so one of the reasons I keep hammering on this, and one of the reasons we're going to spend a couple days on this, if not more, we'll come back to it again, I'm sure, is because we need to reprogram our view of who God is. Because we're being we're being lied to. It's interesting. There are these false prophets back in Jeremiah's time who are telling the people false things about what God's saying. We're being told false things about who God is today, about his character. God would never be that mean or that harsh. God only wants us to feel good all the time. No, no, no. God is concerned with his character. God is concerned with righteousness. God is concerned with holiness. And that's a very good thing. It's very good. And what what's even more amazing is if we know how serious God is about sin and how drastic the punishment is against sin, yet this same God is willing to send Jesus Christ to live a perfect life and then have the sin of the world put on him, die a sinless death, pay the penalty for sin, death, and separation from God so that anyone who puts their faith and trust in the resurrected Christ can be forgiven and set free and redeemed and clothed with his righteousness and grafted into his family and part of his kingdom forever and ever in heaven. This is an amazing, amazing God who would go to such great lengths in his grace, his mercy, his love and and compassion to overcome that which he must also maintain, which is his justice, his righteousness, his holiness. What an awesome God. Come back tomorrow and let's talk more. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. 
First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.